Well, hey, friends, welcome back to the podcast. My name is Jonathan, your creative producer over at Stay Fort Designs. For those of you who are new listeners, and if you're just tuning in, we want to say thank you. If you're a returning listener, we also want to say thank you because you guys, by listening, help us get this message into more eyes, ears, and hearts. Now, I'm going to keep this short and sweet today because I want to get us right into the content. We do experiences at Stay Fort Designs. You guys probably know about that. And from time to time, we like to talk about those. But today, we're going to do something different, and we're going to let you hear from people who just recently attended the Phoenix Phillip. Uh, Alan and team were in Phoenix, Arizona last week, pouring into a group of pastors who were coming out of the Easter season and have been dealing with the complexities of leading through the pandemic and any other challenges that arise, because let's face it, leadership is hard and it can be lonely. And so we bring these guys together and we let them spend time together to be recharged and re-nourished and equipped to head back out into their context with greater passion clarity, confidence, and courage to take their next right steps. So on today's episode, Alan sits down with those pastors who were participating in the Phoenix Phillip to unpack their time together and just why experiences matter and why they're so important to the health of leaders in general. So sit down, relax, listen to this one, and enjoy today's episode of the Right Side Up Leadership Podcast on why experiences matter. Well, friends, uh, welcome around the table uh, with a couple of friends of mine. We've spent the last four days together here in the Phoenix area. Each year we host an experience at Stay Forth called the Phoenix Fill-Up, and I believe highly in experiences. Uh, what's true is we've laughed a lot this week. We've eaten really well this week, and we've had leaders from all over the country. I'll have him introduce themselves, a couple of these guys to you uh, here in just a moment, and we just kind of want to open up the conversation here on the podcast um, and if you're tuning in, you know a couple things. We believe uh, that who you are matters more than what you do at Stay Forth. We believe in workmanship before works. And so truthfully, we were duped the last few days. We have a ladies experience coming up this summer and we give space for people to just be us. And if we need sleep. We had an incredible meal last night that I'm sure we'll talk about. Yeah. We had a hike. We got to hear from a mentor during this time. It's just an incredible few days. Um, so starting here to my left, uh, give us your name. Where are you from? Yeah, my name is Bert Wendell from Kenosha, Wisconsin. I'm Parker Manuel from Boulder, Colorado. Uh, Matt Cameron from Aurora, Illinois. Awesome. So we've been staying at home together here and we've eaten well together. Uh, just love to hear, to, to hear from you guys. Why just say yes? I mean, the most precious investment we can make is our time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so why would you be away from all the good stuff happening at home to say yes to this week? You laugh. You're like, is there good stuff happening? At <laughs> no, home? that was the, yeah, that was the giggle for a minute. It was like, oh man, hopefully there's good stuff happening at home that you got away from. I'm not sure why. Um, yes. Yeah, no, I, I think just for me, like Alan, the trust mm-hmm. that I, that I have, and I know a lot of the men in this room have in you um, and in the organization that you lead, um, I mean, I've had the, the privilege of knowing you for almost 10 years and, uh, man, like just the, the relationship that you bring to the table. Uh, and so when you gave the call, um, and you're like, Hey, I got space, um, really think you should do this. And, um, yeah, I knew that I needed it. I think coming out of, uh, out of, out of 2020, um, the last 13 months has, um, especially in our, our city and everybody's city, we talk quite a bit about, um, it's just been a rough, rough year, and uh, just that change of perspective, that change of that change of place, uh, does bring a huge shift in perspective. And 
man, life's been super foggy. Uh, and so whether it's the heat of Arizona that helped that, that yes. fog evaporate, um, man, palm it's trees, palm trees, cool. cuts through. Oh my gosh. And I flew out, I flew out from, uh, from Kenosha and it was like 50 or 45 that morning. And so I was like, Oh yeah, this is, this is nice. I can see it's later. We're on the water in a duck paddle boat. Oh my so gosh. that's just living that was an all time. Living the dream. All time high or low. Yeah. On so trust. Right. I think trust was a yeah. major, major reasoning. Yeah. Trust you, trust what you you curate and do. Parker, why? Why'd you say yes to be here? I already felt like I needed a little bit of a break and to maybe take a breather, get some rest. And little did I know what was coming. Mm. for our city little that i know it's coming from my my mental space but um, a couple of weeks ago I had a mass shooting happen at our grocery store uh city affected and all while i already kind of was not super mentally healthy because of a lot of distress and so uh i just felt like i needed to create some margin and it was interesting right when i got here you kept saying how uh, margin helps create imagination. And it's so true. I was even kind of dealing, like you said, with some fog. I was dealing with even some like, like pain. And it was incredible how whenever I landed here in Phoenix, the fog went away, the pain went away, and I started to dream again. And I just couldn't write down fast enough you the visions that God was giving me and the clarity. Which, I mean, honestly, even being around other um, godly people that are great listeners, you guys helped speak a lot of truth. That was one of the things I wrote to myself in my letter is um, be willing to open up and be honest with people so that they can speak truth over yeah. the lies that you have in your head. So it's great. good, man. It's good. I love when the, those conversations break out mm -hmm. and you're like, man, that went deep quickly, mm -hmm. but it's not forced vulnerability, right? No, now we're going to gather around and do this weird yeah. ritual. You have to share. It just kind of happens through relationship, yes. through experience um, in that. We'll talk or about meals. the fun aspect of and meal. Okay. Right. Let's be real. <laughs> meals. We, this is basically an eating trip and we have a few other side activities we yeah. do in that. Now, why'd you say yes, man? Um, uh, well, I I actually didn't didn't know you at all, but I knew the 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 chef or the I think Michael's name is the experience curator. Mm. I think just um, we could just call him the genius. The genius. I'm okay. The genius. The 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 guy. The um, but you know, just like you were talking about, Britt, that idea of. Uh, trust in someone and when you know when when I was looking for something that was just going to allow me you know after two years um some space to rest and and try and you know get my head above the clouds let that fog you know burn up um I I I, I just heard you know Michael had talked a little bit about this and just that that he was a part of it and I I asked him and um he was like yeah, this, 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 this could be the, the right thing for you. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, that was just a really. So yeah. good. Just had a guy walk up to the table, Todd Schumacher coming in from Lake hey. Charles, Louisiana. Why'd you say yes to this week, man? Um, Cause I'd said no to a lot of things that I probably should have said yes to before <laughs> um, and needed to be around people and needed to get away mm -hmm. and, and recognize it's, it's been a value of mine, but when you go through like difficult situations and I know for most people, 2020 is pretty difficult. Mm -hmm. um, 
you really need to say yes to the things that you know you need to mm. and didn't hurt those and you would be great food and great people so right sure sure it's well and it's as i look around the table everyone's had a hard 2020 last mm -hmm. 13 months yeah. as we're recording this yeah. you guys have have all had crisis within your churches within yeah. your communities so that's not lost on me yeah. that um it's beyond that there's crisis upon crisis that yeah. you guys have had to handle people looking to you expecting you to have answers ideas thoughts something fresh and here you don't need to have that right you're yeah. completely yeah. off you yeah. get to be a human for a few days so yeah. that's fun for me yeah. to watch and for mm -hmm. us to create that space for you guys to be human. Because if you're listening to this and you need something, you feel that pressure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I can't really share what's going on here. I can't really have needs, the ability to sleep in or have another cup of coffee or just a late conversation. Um, and a lot of fun too. So I'd love to hear kind of bullet point some of your highlights uh, of, of the week. Let folks in. Highlight for me was probably the dinner last night. Talk a little bit about the dinner. It's really hard for people to understand. What is the dinner you speak of? <laughs> I've honestly never experienced it. I don't know. I, it said an eight course said meal. eight, but it, it was, was at least was 10 or 11. Yeah. And uh, just kept getting at it. <laughs> eight course meal that turned into 12. Like, hey, whip something else up. <laughs> it's about in the sink. Look what I made. It's about four hours. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. yeah. Felt like we should have walked yeah. more in the air, like up, up the mountain. I feel like I should have went on the hike. Uh, <laughs> I feel like we should have fasted for like, two days. Yeah. Like I knew it was going to be something special, but I didn't realize like, oh, wow. 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 Um, yeah. Michael's such a gift. Um, mm -hmm. Like such a gift. And he and I talked a little bit as well. Of like just that gift of hospitality is I'm fearful because I see it disappearing in the culture, in the yeah. church culture. Yeah. Um, like what he did, what he curated is so needed um not regularly because people would be obese and have incredible heart they'd have heart disease every uh, night every night for, bring back oh four hour dinner gosh mm -hmm. um yeah just so intentional so um yeah just so good um and yeah i, I think having that space and just that reminder um man the table is where beautiful things happen mm -hmm. um with and again with strangers all like you were kind of a common denominator for the 12 people at that table. Um, but most times to be, to be real, you show up in a state for the experience. You may know one other person. Yeah. So it's not a group of people who all know each other. Yeah. No. Sure. Yeah, you were the yeah. Only one yeah. You're the only one that we kind of knew. And then uh, yeah. Like just the fact that within three days um, we're celebrating that wives are surprising them coming yeah. down to stay longer yeah. and, like praying with one another because we're getting texts that we're in, we're re-entering yeah. chaos that is mm -hmm. waiting for us. So whirlwind at home. Yeah. What else? What, what were you guys feeling during the ridiculousness of the eight plus course dinner last night? Well, something that you did an exceptional job at is um, created space to hear from some of the just most exceptional leaders. Uh, one being, you know, really close friend and mentor of yours, which we're really grateful for. And one of the things that stands out to me about the dinner was we had heard people talk about their vision for creating these experiences and these development projects. And obviously from um, Dr. Stafford sharing all these incredible leadership nuggets, but then just watching Michael mm. serve 
Now, there's a saying that says, um, your actions are speaking so loud, I can barely hear what you're saying. Hmm. And that's how I felt. I was, I would say, probably more impacted by watching him serve and his humility and just how much he paid attention to detail. It's probably more impacted that than honestly anything else. Yeah, it's good. You can taste the care. Yes, big time. What else? What do you guys feel during the dinner last night for the apex of our time together and just the flow like it didn't feel like there was no set agenda that was just listen to each other enjoy food and it's amazing how when you're in good company with good food and there's freedom to be yourself Mm-hmm. the time flies by yeah and it's just yeah you say yeah. four hours and i'm gonna do the math in my head because it felt like 40 minutes mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah and it was amazing and it, you guys are cracking up one moment and then the next it's like this deep nugget that somebody's dropping yeah. Yeah. and there's no rhyme or reason and then we're back cracking up again yeah and so that's even the being yourself piece comes yeah. out in that yeah. right freedom to do both absolutely yeah what else matt what about you man what, what were you experiencing last night um the one one of the things that you had just mentioned off the cuff was uh, the idea that as as leaders as pastors we're um, we're really good at duty but we struggle with delight mm-hmm. um, and it was it was it was just a really one one of the other things that you said was uh, you know the only reason you get you should get up tonight is to go to the bathroom um, and just that idea of okay. Um, I am, I'm going to get to be in a position where I know the person who's serving me loves, loves to do this and it brings joy to their heart. And this is going to force me to just allow myself to delight in something, um, that is good for my heart and my soul. And so, yeah, that was just a really cool experience. Mm -hmm. Uh, receiving told you guys you got a yep. big job this week your job is to receive mm, yep how did that feel and then how did that shake itself out in the last four days i felt i felt bad a little bit i think because you you kept like as you prompted it just checking in on everybody um i i selfishly came ready knowing what you do and knowing what i needed that you're like man how's i'm like dude i have zero expectation and my hands are so open. Like I'm just mm. taking it in. Like mm. whatever you bring to me, I trust. Mm. Um, I think we, for for what we've what I've had to curate and lead in the last for us starting a church seven years ago in the last thirteen months, I've had to do so much um, to just know that I could trust to come in and whatever you set on the table was going to be good for me, um, was going to be the safe safety, I guess, like, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. minus watching Matt almost fall down the, like the Arizona mountains. Um, there were also some scooter issues oh, on the birds. We almost, I, yeah. mean, I think we almost lost Todd. There there were, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We did almost watch so, another guy die. We're that's, change, that's, that's that's yeah. yeah. So we, that out. we may, old dude bit it so hard. We may <laughs> cut this out of the podcast. We may not though. So I just, you know, if, you, if you're riding on you're a bird scooter at any point, anywhere in the world, like just pay attention to like where curbs are and where drop-offs are. <laughs> 
neither here nor there. Oh, oh man, so I did so land that. You did, <laughs> and you all laughed at me. Yes, and then that old guy fell off and splattered. Oh, oh that was bad. It's bad. Oh, but was this bad. went, this went dark. Yeah, let's bring it back. Uh, so this bring is, it back. Yeah, edited. That's all I'm doing. I saw this going another yeah. day. This is uh, great additional unedited Patreon. Yeah. To uh, that old guy content. Yeah, thanks to him. I think just yeah, the the beauty of receiving. Um, I didn't. I didn't have any reservation to it. Like, and I felt not bad, but like, as I was watching Michael mm. bring it up, I'm like, yeah, come on, come <laughs> yeah, on. No problem. Like, I, man, I, and I think part of that is like, just in, in knowing the need and know, and again, like just the level of, of trust and what you have done and curated uh, for, for people. I was like, man, yeah. Like I trust you. Just bring it like whatever, like whatever it is. I'm not, it's good. Like, Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who else? What was what was that feeling of receiving these few days? How did that feel? Uh, a lot of these spaces that you go into, similar to this, there is still an expectation for you to act a certain way, mm-hmm. or usually, or network a certain way, or whatever the case may be. There still feels like there's some unset expectation. Mm-hmm. And as far as receiving goes, you did a great job of giving, setting, level setting the expectations. Mm-hmm. You said, uh, I don't want you to pick up a glass first. I don't want, to, I want you to receive. And Some then grapples. another thing that really resonated with me, you said, I just want to give you permission. Yeah. Because that's another thing that honestly, re- retreats like this don't always feel as retreaty because <laughs> you, you be here on time. Or, or get left or like be and it's and it's like oh, wow that's kind of stressful that's how I live the rest of my life like yeah, this is sure. meant to be rejuvenating and all right. that and you said I want to give you permission to take a nap if you need it yep. give you permission to eat more drink more or not yep. and I don't the, the fact that you gave us permission uh, we actually got brought up multiple times where something would come up and say he already gave you permission right yeah and that was yeah it helped me receive yeah, which is interesting. I mean, that comes up a lot in coaching that we don't people don't formally need permission, but that does something mm. when you give someone permission, yeah. permission to feel this way, permission to create space for this. Um, and it's interesting that continues to come up. So there's something there, I think, in our culture. Mm-hmm. And that means we have something locked inside of us that we don't feel permission normally. I can't oh, I agree. be this. And yeah. so to me, like how many times we belly laugh, like that's a really good sign. Yeah, uh, for me, of just permission, right? To be silly or ridiculous yeah. and not have a brilliant thought, but then back into a yeah. razor sharp conversation. As well. well, I think some of the some of the things that we've been trained in, uh, whether it be from other conferences, uh, other retreats, yeah, like it 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 is a forced like you're taking this, like you're going to receive this content, you're going to take these notes, you're going to take this book, like, and you're going to implement this. And like, there's, there's, there is an intention that is meant to permeate beyond what the individual may or may not want to do. There's, mm-hmm. cho- there's so many choices Like we talk, we've talked quite a bit about with, with conferences of like showing up, like, all right, there's 42 different sessions happening. Like, and I have to choose one of Which these. Which one am I going to attend? And I get to choose one of them. And then I have to go from there to this other thing. And then I have to sing with people I don't know that I'm not going to talk. Like there's all this, this stuff. And like in this experience, it's like, as we talked about, like there's moments where like you asked a question yesterday that like I wrote down, like, okay, we're going to get back to this. And you never got back to it. Like we never shared the one minute thing. And I was like, oh, 
like my head is a like I'm like you told us to do that like I'm a doer so like what <laughs> when do I get when do I get to my homework in? yeah <laughs> right. yeah yeah you know but then like you can't just it's like no and we talked about stuff that I never intended to talk about or even yeah areas that Wes uh we're talking about Wes Stafford former president of Compassion International was here just to invest in the guys yeah. he went to into different directions yeah. that I hadn't even asked him to go into that yeah. were so good and so needed. So yeah. we actually trust the spirit that there's Come enough on. structure and enough yeah. safety and yeah. enough spontaneity. And I think you need all those aspects yeah. to go, oh, okay, well, hopefully you thought of somebody. Yeah. <laughs> we trust the spirit long after we're here together. Yeah. Um, so that is always true, right? That there are surprises that we don't even see, right? You can architect something well, yeah, uh, but you could never plan out the best stuff that actually happens. Yeah, you have enough framework that it's not going to suck. Just, just enough. Uh, thank you. We received that. Uh, so talk about conference. You, you said the word conference and I get questions of, hey, how is this different from a conference? And I say, let me count the ways. Talk about that. How is this experience different than investing four days in a conference? Um, I, I think the, the, the biggest noticeable difference for for me are, are, are two things. One, there's a, there's a level of pressure that I felt going to conferences. The idea that um, you gotta come back with those one or two nuggets that's gonna revolutionize, you know, because you, 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 wanna, you wanna be responsible with the finances of your church or totally. your own finances. And so there is, there's some level of, 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 of pressure there um, that I think tends to kind of restrict where where my ears are open versus where my ears are closed. Sure. Um, because, okay, I will make sure that I'm listening um, when I'm in a breakout or when I'm in a conference because that guy on stage, I got to make sure I'm soaking up everything and then I tend to miss the experience of conversations at a table or around a meal. Um, and I genuinely think a lot of times, like this experience was the, the flip side of it that like sitting in the back with Dr. Spafford uh, ended up in the, in the back of a car, you know, driving someplace, just something that he threw out was like, oh my goodness. Probably impacted you the exactly. most of anything. I, 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 would have, I would have missed this in yeah. any other context. Yeah. Um, and I can't remember what the second one was, so. <laughs> <laughs> what else, how's this different from a conference? I think with conferences, at least this has been my experience, it's like, you see the lineup, you see the speakers, you pay the fee. And whether we recognize it or, or not, I think sometimes there's a, um, there's like a serve, like where they say even like we're here to serve you. And it kind of lends itself to like a contractual relationship. And, um, and it's, you'll wrap it up as like the son of man didn't come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as ransom for many. And yet at the same time, I, I see this, and I'm going somewhere with this. But like I see, Jesus absolutely said that. And yet at the same time, Mary Magdalene came and poured out all of that oil over his feet and he received it. Yeah. And I think with, with conferences, there's maybe an unconscious serving mentality that's not bad. But like this, really, when you said like receiving, that now the onus is not on you to serve, though you did an exemplary job. The onus is on us to receive. And it wasn't about receiving like the food or the coffee. That was great. But it opened the door for me. And I can't speak for everybody. To me, to be able to receive the stories of everybody. Mm -hmm. 
and and just it did something in me like i've been very even emotional this morning just impacted by the stories of mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. you you hear a speaker at a conference but you don't get to see the pain in his eyes yeah. and he's not going to open up to you about mm-hmm. that other than what he's disclosing to everybody yeah. mm-hmm. but to be able to get that intimacy that i hear from Britt mm-hmm. about what happened in kenosha with with parker with what he's walking through in, in boulder to hear yeah. to hear less and like mm-hmm. The stories mm. that he says, I never tell this. I don't tell this. Yeah. And that intimacy. Yeah. And it reminded mm. me yeah. that we write our stories. Mm. And God puts people in our path. But we write our stories. And if, if, if we focus so much on what's, like if we fail to focus on that God's working in Parker, he's working in Britain, he's working in Matt, he's working in you. Like if we don't do that, if we don't take that time, we'll forget about our story. Mm-hmm. And that's what God did in me. This is not a conference because it just reminded me that I've got a story to write. I see the passion and the pain of what all these guys mm-hmm. go through. And it's a calling to me to get back to the place where I'm okay with the pain mm-hmm. because the passion's there because I see it in these guys. It's been honestly so like really deep and life-altering. Wow. So good. Yeah. To hear that, it makes my heart sing because that's yeah. why we've, we've bet on small. Mm-hmm. And, you know, big... Big was better in so yeah. many, you know, perspectives and minds as we hit kind of early 2000s yeah. and um, so many of the church yeah. spaces. And that idea has been decimated, whether we want it to be or not. We have yeah. handled a whole lot more pain than we think. And when we slow down, we get to realize that. Yeah. Um, and so for you guys listening as well, like it's it's hard to explain and express. You did a really good job, by the way. But it's hard to explain and express that because yeah. it's not like, okay, now we're going to wallow. I've been at those retreats and they're exhausting, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. But like, if you want to share that, tell us about the last 13 months. Like catch us yeah. back up because the phrase we use in coaching is you have to make sense before you can make progress. Yeah. Like you have to name things from the past before we can activate yeah. on new things in the future. And that was what was beautiful was even starting, we, we started at the table, yep. we ended at the table, mm. and now we are around the table having a conversation yeah. that people can hear through the internets yeah. on this podcast. Yeah. I think just playing off of that idea of the story uh, so much, and this isn't a slam to conferences. I think Matt made a real, real conference haters. Conferences are horrible. No, like I think there's this, this beautiful reality uh, that conferences are designed to be, it's a script that has a desired outcome. And like you, you set a blank piece of paper down. It's like, we're going to tell a story. And whatever comes out of it because it's being led by peers is like what gets written. Um, because if somebody's not being open, like, and again, there's not a forced openness that needs to happen, but if those conversations don't come out of like, yeah, like nobody, like if I hadn't shared X about, you know, August 23rd, when the shooting happened in Kenosha to then August 27th, the hurricanes moving in to Louisiana to like just those moments and those things and those aren't moments of like hey well my story's better this is that it, like it's like no it's like no, what, what was that like let me in what yeah was that like yeah share that your, like yes city decimated yeah. what was that like to see yeah. buildings on fire what was that like to recognize the king supers right down yeah where your wife goes shopping. shopping like like what, what is yeah. that was it like to have the the roof ripped off of oh, your church <laughs> in yeah. a place that cannot yeah. handle yeah uh, those open, open oh. air. <laughs> yeah. Rough. Yeah. So I think, I think just that 
the, the difference of that. And there's a place for it. There's a place for script. <laughs> like there are places for it. Um, but then there's a place for just being in the story and, and getting to receive story. And, and that, I think that's the major thing. Like as we walked through Agritopia um, and getting to hear William tell, like tell stories and be like, Oh my gosh, hearing like, I love how West's like constant. I'm not a pastor, I'm not a pastor, but like, man, he's a storyteller mm-hmm. and that's a good pastor. Like in my yes. book, like every, just, I kept leaning in. It wasn't and, a principle. It was always a story yeah. that you're smart enough to distill the principle. Totally. Right? Yeah. And I'm like, man, like the, just yeah. the beauty, the beauty of the story that, mm-hmm. that we got to be a part of and yeah. turn to. And so what Britt's referring to is we went to a place called Agritopia. We do some kind of learning environment that is, Almost nothing to do uh, with our own vocations, yet everything to do, if that makes sense. Um, and I watch the imagination bombs, you know, going off. Um, the number one word we get from experiences is disorienting. It's disorienting to receive. It's disorienting to slow down. It's disorienting to not have homework for the next thing to be able to do. It's disorienting to uh, learn in a different space, be in a different space. Some people have never physically been to Phoenix. We'll do these in Colorado and they've never been up on a mountain before, even though it's normal for Parker and I and Todd. I mean, that's just not that. I've been out in the middle of nowhere, Canada before and to go like, oh, that no cell signal even close to here. The flying float plate, like what would happen if there's an issue? Like it's disorienting. And I think we are so oriented for control that I go, man, I didn't know that I needed this. So that's what I hear time and time again. Um, I believe experiences have the power to rewire the brain Mm -hmm. in ways that information just does not. Obviously the word of God is alive and active um, more than any book that we read is, but we have this idea, shove more information in, shove more content Mm -hmm. in. And really like you guys are really good content creators, but you're not machines. So I know this stuff will leak out in your lives and the way that you guys share, mentor, disciple, lead, Principles will come back out. You'll redistill what Wes, you know, distilled for you. So talk to listeners just as we close about experiences. Um, That could be a walk around the block versus just one more meeting. Um, Share why experiences um, have the power uh, to change us and and maybe even just encourage uh, people to grab on to some experiences here in the next few months as spring and summer approach. Uh, I think experiences define us and we're not in control of all experiences or we've lived a very different life. Mm -hmm. So I think the responsibility, if we're going to be healthy and really serve the Lord is we don't get to determine like the bad experiences most of the time that that we encounter unless they're our choice, but enough randomness or other people's actions define so many of the experiences that we have that we should intentionally seek out experiences that we know are going to put us in a place where we're growing with God and with other people. And so for me, like this experience has been a phenomenal choice because it was, you know, I I didn't get to choose a hurricane. I would have chosen not that. I didn't get to choose the (laughs) craziness in society. I would have chose differently. And it's easy when you experience one bad thing, to make no choice and no choice ends up being a bad experience. So when you make a yeah. right choice and, and what you, right. what you hope and pray and believe and see is going to be a good experience. Yeah. It really does has, it has the opportunity to, yeah. to transform the future that we experience yeah. because we're choosing wisely. Yeah. I hope that makes well, sense. Yes. And you, you made the choice to be here, right? Like yeah. you had to block off time, get permission from someone 
find funds. We have some scholarship help available for a lot of experiences, yeah. um, organizations that love to help, but like you had to give up your time. Mm -hmm. um, and then once you got here, the good stuff happened. We actually had somebody drop out before this and it, I wasn't mad at this person. I was yeah. sad for them. Yeah. And then we had an amazing opportunity for somebody else from across the country to pop in uh, to, to this. And so literally we prayed for these leading up to that, but I just also to you guys, you made time. You made space for it. I don't think, again, that word receive, unless you would actually receive it, yeah. make space for it, you can't just have an experience if we're just grinding all the time. One of the things that, as you were asking that question that I, that I thought of um, was, you know, that kind of difference between experience versus knowledge. A lot of times when we just kind of uh, like add knowledge, it's something that we bring into our, our current context. It's something that we just engage in kind of figure out a way to, to craft it and make it fit into where we're already at. Um, but, you know, the, the flip side of that being an experience, it forces you out of um, whatever your ordinary is and, 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 and makes you go and experience, you know, a new perspective or in a, in a, in a lot of times physically different place. And that was, that was just something that helped, you know, like you were saying, burning away that, that fog. Like yesterday we got some quote unquote teaching Mm -hmm. but we were looking at cactuses, mm -hmm. right? I don't think I've ever done that before. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're halfway up a mountain. It's gorgeous. It's dry, you know, and, and so it hit me differently, mm -hmm. even though I've heard some of those same things before. Mm -hmm. um, so I was struck by that as well, that it's not an either or. It's like, man, isn't it beautiful when content, if you're a content creator that's listening to this, how can you turn that into an experience yeah. um, that ended up being a gorgeous walk yesterday morning, yeah. you know? Oh yeah, and there was some teaching for that. So that's right. a that's a good word, Matt Parker. What would you say about experiences? My wife and I, <clears throat> we go on weekly dates. Okay. Uh, dialogue daily, date weekly, depart quarterly, and we do it. <laughs> and so we find ourselves. Say that again. Let me write that down. Everybody get their pen and paper for anyone listening at this at like one fifty percent speed. Dialogue daily, date weekly, and depart quarterly. And so we we date weekly, and we usually do very similar things. Well, somebody gifted us with this culinary experience to to go in and um, cook food, cook our own dinner. And it was something very unique. And we said, oh, I don't know how this is going to be, but let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's give it a shot. We ended up having the most fun that we have had in a very long time on a date because it was out of our context. It was something we've never done before. It was unique. And it took about three and a half hours for us to cook. And we still go back and we talk about that experience mm -hmm. years later. Yeah. You said, have said something many times. You've said different pace uh, uh, plus a uh, different place equals a different perspective. Mm -hmm. uh, so that is true then, it's still true now. It's why when people go on a mission trip to somewhere, uh, they come back and say, I've been wrecked. Yep. Different pace, different mm -hmm. place, fresh perspective. And so for me, I mean, uh, as far as creating experiences go, I think anytime you can get out of your normal rhythm of life, get around people that you don't know and slow the pace down yeah. and in almost any environment, you're going to come away with a new, fresh, and probably more broad and robust perspective on life. Mm -hmm. And so I, 
highly recommend if anybody's on the fence. He's good. And you can create your own experience, right? You can yeah. today change up your routine and your rhythm. Yeah. Instead mm-hmm. of sitting in the chair you normally do, which is probably good mm-hmm. to consume scripture and to read and to connect with a friend. Sure. You could say, hey, let's change this up a little bit. And sometimes to me, I need that mm-hmm. reset. So Same. amazing if you end up on one of our experiences at Stay Forth. Amazing if you end up on something large, but really a lot of our time is macro yeah. um, here. But we're, what does micro look like? What does an hour in the middle of your day look mm. like? What does a hike or a walk out of your normal perspective going into a new place really um, look like? Britt, bring us in for a landing, man. Why do experiences matter? Man, it's, it's what changes us. I, I mean, through through and through. It's the thing that I think that we come back to. Um, and it it creates a blip in our mind. And I was thinking about um, just Parker's making me review for myself for not doing enough with my wife um but but I, one of my wife one of my favorite experiences with my wife was on our honeymoon um on a cruise and i remember looking out <laughs> I remember looking out the window no not that experience uh i remember looking <laughs> this, let, let's keep where's, it pg where's, it, where's it going let's go there. let's uh, keep it pg on your, patreon I, content I, I remember, yeah, come on, man. yeah i remember waking up, i remember waking up from a nap and looking <laughs> outside subscribe for more details uh and my wife was watching dolphins off the boat just, wow. just play and what blew my and it's still i i, I still remember her giggle mm. Like just the joy I get, I get choked up thinking about like the joy that she had just watching. And she didn't know, like I was sawing logs and she just thought like, she thought she's by herself enjoying this. And like, I got to enjoy her enjoying. And I was like Mm, that for 11 years, like I, I still see it. And I'm like, man, and those, those moments, they, they shape us, they drive us, they fuel us. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. And I think when you when you have those experiences um, that have either been curated for you or you just accidentally fall into, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> like you you have like, and they they change you forever. Mm-hmm. And and I think the beauty one of the things you talked about is like that it it doesn't have to be you going away at a major conference. It can be you making a rhythmic decision. Uh, so our our church is downtown, and I've just started. I'm like, man. I just need to like walk more downtown. I just need to walk and like, I'm going to run into people. I'm going to see people. And like the, the walking needs to be purposeful to a degree of like openness, not like, well, I'm going to do these eight blocks and then I'm going to turn around and say, mm-hmm. I'm just going to walk mm-hmm. and be to receive whatever happens. Right. I might run into somebody from the church walking and be like, mm-hmm. walk with them. Yeah. I might have a business owner come out and we start talking about the last 13 months, like whatever it, whatever it is that the changing that, that place, that pace, um, it allows for an experience to happen. It allows to receive. And then I think it, as, as you're a leader or as a content creator as well, it allows you to also create for someone else. And I, I think just, yeah, that, that, that importance of as you receive an experience, I think we all as leaders received an amazing experience last night as Wes was talking, uh, the, the, his statement, uh, keep, what if we keep walking? And like, I saw, I know for myself, I pulled out my phone. I'm like, Oh, there's my May sermon done. That'll preach. Like there it is. Like, and I'm like, so I'm walking away from his experience now coming back to our church in a month to create an experience 
for our body walking into the summer that will change the lives of our people and, and our city. Yeah. All because of one moment of stepping into an experience. And people are hungry for experiences right yeah. now. I just think we've experienced death by content in so many ways. Mm-hmm. We've experienced information overload. We're overwhelmed from information, but hungry for experiences yeah. that are almost always relational. I mean, and it's even if it's you and God, right? It's a relational experience. Yeah. Like this morning, there are birds here that we don't have at home yeah. that are just chirping as we have conversation, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Same coffee, different experience yeah. outside. Um, and so there's not like a massive takeaway here um, other than welcome to our conversation um, and just gleaning a little bit of the leftovers uh, from the Phoenix fill up. We do have experiences coming up, um, but all of you listening can step into an experience, can design an experience. You design experiences. So uh, maybe a little less on the team teaching and maybe a little go do something together. I mean, we, we did laser tag together, which by the way, was just ridiculous I'm sure there was some cheating going. Okay, it was our team. Was, and we yeah, still we, got smoked. But we got destroyed. It was a blast. Kind of sounds lame, but like it was so fun to just have our time together. <laughs> and one more mention, we're so glad you didn't fall on that scooter. That could have been ugly. We hear legends. So everyone's leaving safe, right? We created a safe environment. So I think this is a win. Guys, thanks for yeah. jumping into this experience and uh, you guys, you know, came as as friends and now leaving more as brothers. I know what's going on in your guys' lives yeah. and mm-hmm. um, experiences change us. We want to invite you more into experiences with God. Invite the Spirit into your life um, for experiences. God, change me. Bring me a new perspective. Uh, we get so stuck in the routine. Uh, we're going to continue to have conversations like this. If you want to rewind uh, back about 12 episodes Joe Pine was on the podcast, talked about the experience economy. And I truly believe um, that experiences are the past and the future. We just got lost in a little bit of information overload here in the West for a little bit. So much love to you guys. Press on, my friends.